the James Suckling Podcast. Wine ratings, reports, interviews and more. Yeah, great to see you guys. Tell me uh, quickly, because we didn't really talk about it. What's your thought about uh, 2017 vintage? 2017 for us uh, is a very unique vintage. Um, and for us, a very high quality, premium quality, and ex producing excellent wines. Even if uh, sometimes it's a little bit underrated and underconsidered. We have been very surprised. Uh, with the first tasting of 2017, uh, almost one year ago, uh, when we tasted the wines, uh, we we never thought uh, it was uh, coming from a hot vintage because it was never something like a hot vintage. So it was not like, for example, 2003, which was a uh, how can you say cooked fruit, almost like marmalade. Yeah, uh, been very surprised by the freshness of 2017 and the balance. Uh, and the great uh, uh, finesse and elegance coming from Nebbiolo. Uh, so in our opinion, in some way, 2017 is a very classic vintage because it really reflects the typical character of Nebbiolo, which is not strong power, but is a finesse and elegance. Uh, and and how, how, do you, how do you think that that happened? How do you... Uh, we we think that this uh, positive turn of the um, of uh, of the taste of the freshness of the balance is coming from the fact that in the end of August uh, the weather completely changed, so we experienced a climate change, but in a positive way. Because we thank God we had some rain, we had some rainfalls. Um, uh, very abundant and very intense, uh, but it helped us a lot to bring down the temperature and to bring some water, some water reservoir, and some freshness to the to, to the fruit. In this way, we were able to do the harvest. Otherwise, if the hot climate would continue until the end of August, until September, you know. We, we could not do the harvest in 2017, but thanks to Mother Nature, which, which has changed completely in a two or three days, we experienced a very good vintage. And um, we need to, to say that we are very lucky because we grow in our region a very particular grape variety, which is Nebbiolo, which has very long roots that go deep in the soil and uh, it is able to catch the humidity to catch the water reservoir, even if in very difficult vintage. So um, we are very happy about 2017. Um, 2017, however, um, is a little bit um, um, lower in quantity. For example, with Barolo Ornato, we produced roughly 10,000 bottles. In 2016, we produced 15,000 bottles from Barolo. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, and that was that was because of the heat during the summer? You yeah. had smaller grapes yeah, then? Yeah. All the Fiolos, so also on the Barbaresco Classico and the single winner Barbaresco and the, and the single winner Barolo and the classic Barolo, 
we have uh, we have uh, around 20% less production, 20-25% less production for all the reason that Federica explained to you a few few seconds ago. Uh, but you know, it's uh, it's uh, still in our in our point of view uh, a very important vintage that is uh, uh, you know the vintage of our 140th anniversary because this year we are celebrating 140 years of uh, Pio Cesare so from 1881 to, to 21 and you have a um you have a very special uh well you have two special wines to celebrate that anniversary. And of course you have a new um, wine from Seralunga, the uh, Comune, which uh, is a beautiful wine. And tell us about, tell me about what that is. That's a blend of uh, grapes from different of uh, vineyards in the, in the, in the area of uh, Seralunga. It's, uh, Federica will explain you very well this wine because uh, I write just to say that he's a, uh, an idea that was uh, made by uh, the two of us, but mostly by Pio. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is an idea that was uh, that started a few months ago. So, and uh, uh, and uh, you know, also thanks to Pio that we have made this uh, this, this this wine of Comune di Serra Luga. Uh, and James, uh, uh, I would say, keep in mind that in 2017 we produced less Barolo Pio, so less Barolo Classico, because we employed uh, part of a few vineyards uh, that, that is, uh, is going inside the blend of Barolo Classico to produce Barolo di Serra Lunga. We have decided to produce this wine because in some way we wanted to celebrate the historical uh, side of Pio Cesare. Uh, you know that Pio Cesare is really in love with Serralunga and with the character of Serralunga. And since many, many years ago, uh, our grandfather and our great-grandfather, they were buying grapes from the same historical supplier in Serralunga d'Alba. So since the very beginning, the heart of our Barolo Classico was coming from Serralunga. Uh, and then when we started to buy into a quiet vineyards in the 70s, my father started to buy in Saralunga in the Varolo region with Ornato vineyards. So really Saralunga is the historical side of Pio Cesare and we wanted to underline this fact and that's why we decided to produce for 2017 vintage Barolo del Comune di Saralunga d'Alba. We have employed four vineyards so the four vineyards that are planted with the Nebbiolo for Barolo in the village of Sangadalba. We have Ornato, uh -huh. we have La Bricolina. Hold on, Ornato, Serra. Bricolina, Bricolina or Bricolino? Bricolina. Okay. We have La Serra. La Serra? Yes. And we have Lirano. Lirano. How do you spell Lirano? L-I-R-A-N-O. Okay. Sorry. Really, I really, I really like it. It actually, it's interesting, and it's. I know that's weird, but it reminds me of you know. I drink a lot of old bottles of Pio from the fifties and sixties, 
And it reminds me a lot of the character where, where um, it's very, uh, it's sort of light and delicate, but then it's structured at the same time. Like the, there's plenty of fine tannins. It has excellent intensity, but it's not, you know, pesante. It's really like fresh and, and beautiful. Thank you, James. Yeah. And we decided to produce the Barolo for the special anniversary with 2017 vintage because we wanted to prove that 2017 is a very good vintage. Mm. Well, I've tasted 450 2017 Barolos, and I love them. <laughs> they're, fr they're so much uh, beautiful fruit, and they're not heavy. And there's a real, it's crazy where you have this nice ripeness, but then you have freshness with very pretty tannins. And they're very attractive to drink young, but you know they'll age very well. Yes, definitely. And in some way, in my opinion, 2017 is uh, a little bit uh, uh, closer to 2015 in some way. Yeah. Because uh, it has the power, it has the structure. Uh, 2016, uh, in, in our opinion, was a little bit uh, more approachable in some way, while 2017 is a little bit more elegant, more uh, sorry, yeah. more strong and uh, more structured in uh, in some way. I feel the same thing. The 16 are they're structured, but they're very approachable and pretty. But you're like me; you, you, my palate is more like yours, where I like tannins. And the tannins in 16 are finer than yes. 17. The 17 is, is more fruit, like you said, like 15, but with, with the tannins, with more tannins than 16, but in a good sense. In any case, you have a trilogy, three fantastic vintages, first time ever for, um, for the Lange. Okay, you had 88, 89, 90, but this is better. Oh, and for the Barolo del Comune di Serralunga, we have produced very, very, very limited quantity. Yeah, I saw that. 1,881 bottles. To the nod to the founding year of our cellar, our winery, 1881. So will will you uh, will you make this every year? Uh, no, we will. Uh, we have decided for the moment to produce these wines. Only for the 140th anniversary, maybe for the 145 or for the 150. We'll see. We'll see if we will have a more other projects or new projects. For now, only for this year. So very. Oh, I didn't know that. Limited project. This is a, a wine for the celebration of this year, uh, and then we'll see in the, in the next few years how. We, how to do it so if we will do it again or not well that's very, very good but we are very pleased about the results because uh, you know Serralunga is always showing uh, his great potential and we are you know very very happy uh, to have shown this potential of Serralunga with the 2017 vintage okay well that's Anyways, it's a, a it's a fantastic wine. It's maybe you can make it again. It's it's delicious. <laughs> really beautiful. So tell me, and then you um, re-released the two thousand, 
which uh, is interesting. It's a wine you know I always liked. And uh, it actually was in the top 10 for the Wine Spectator, remember? Yeah, yes. Uh, we, re we remember very well, and that's why we have decided to release, to start releasing some old vintages, uh, starting with 2000. Uh, in some way, you know very well that 2000 has marked the difference between the past, so between the old and the new days. After 2000, in Piedmont and in Lange, we started to, ex to experiment climate change and weather change. So still 2000 was still one of the old and classical and traditional vintage of the old days. Um, we have decided to release these 500 bottles of this special year because we wanted to make a special uh, celebration and a special tribute to our grandmother, Rosie, that you have met several times. Mm. Um, you know that she was the guardian angel of the Pio Cesare private library. She was wearing a special key on her neck as a necklace. And that was the key of the family private cellar where we, where we were, um, where we were keeping the old vintages, our old vintages. Every time we, we wanted to bring uh, an old vintage for a special dinner for some special friends, we always uh, need to ask her permission. Uh, so and please. And we want very ready for that. And so mm. sometimes she says yes, but most of the time, no. <laughs> so. Uh, you know that she passed away a few months ago. Yes. In November 2020, so six months ago. Um, and that's why we have decided to celebrate uh, the 140 years anniversary, releasing some old vintages. Uh, so starting from now, Pio Cesare will release every year uh, an old vintage of Barolo or Barbaresco or Barbera oh. or Pio We will see. Uh, but we, we, we start with 2000 vintage. Um, you know that uh, these uh, these 500 bottles were part of a bottling uh, of a last a special bottling, the last bottling that we did with 2000. We bottled this part in 2005, uh, and we kept wow. uh, a part this special release for a fam for family need. And so, together with my father, we decided to share it with our friends all around the world. When will this be in the market? Uh, end of June, and we'll be in very, very, very few quantity available. Mm. It's really beautiful now, but still very um, youthful. Yeah, the, the color is still intense. Uh, the, the perfume is uh, still a little bit complex. Uh, great structure, great richness. Yes. Uh, we are very, very happy about how this wine um, aged and how this wine was kept in the cellar. It looks like uh, a much younger Barolo because we have yeah. a, a beautiful freshness and, uh, you know, and uh, it has a really a great, uh, uh, you know, and super quality because of uh, this really 
21 years of age, but at the same time a great finesse, so that you could enjoy now and also you could enjoy it in, uh, I don't know, in how many years. So, did, did, uh, is there a, did you ever make a reserva before Barolo? Is is no. the first time for our family, no. and uh, this is uh, something very special for our anniversary. And from this year, from this yes, from 2021, we will, as Federica said, we will continue to make a special wine. Fantastic. Okay. That will be reserva or not. We will we will uh, inform all our friends next year. Uh, at the moment, we see we we want to see how is the response for this. And then, like, step by step. However, Barolo, Barolo Reserva 2000 is in some way an emotional release for our family because it really comes from the heart of our family priority island. So uh, it's something very special for us. I understand. Well, congratulations. It's a beautiful wine. I like both of them very much. 